grateful, Lord, for everything you provide for us, Father, for our jobs, Lord, for the security that you give us, Lord, protection, uh, the blessings that you've uh, bestowed upon us, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you just continue to uh, help us, Lord, to recognize um, these good things in you, Father, and, and the blessings that you offer us, Lord. We ask, Lord, that uh, you continue to bless this ministry, Lord, continue to bless the community that we're in, Father. Let us not ever be ungrateful, Lord, for the protection that you've given us uh, and where you've established us at, Father. We also ask, Lord, that uh, you uh, bless uh, all of us, Lord, to be able to receive your word, Lord, and put away any distraction, Lord, any kind of thought, Lord, that takes us away from a moment uh, with you, Jesus. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. the band. God bless the classes too this uh, this evening as they're ready to go and learn. Amen. Go and learn. Prepare to learn what God has in store for them. You know, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of terms that have uh, been used during these last few months, a lot of things that we've talked about, um, uh, a lot of things that, that people have tried to use to describe the state that we're in. Um, they've used terms like, you know, one of the one that I had to look up because I had never, I would only heard it in movies, but I didn't know what a pandemic was. I'm going to lie to you, you know, it's like, I like to use that word all the time, <laughs> you know, it's not a commonly... You know, if you play video games, maybe, or if you watch movies, you know, that's something that's usually, but we all kind of had to do a little bit of research what that was because that term wasn't commonly used. Uh, with that, of course, uh, the unknowns and hysteria of everything has caused uh, 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 just a lot of thoughts, a lot of concerns that come over. And through uh, these months, we've talked about it as a church. Um, I mentioned last time I, I preached that, you know, one of our anxieties that we should release is that this is not our our final destination. This is not our home. Uh, this is not our final place of refuge, uh, our our place that has been prepared for us. This is some a uh, temporarily a temporary place for us, uh, and it doesn't mean that we do not treat this place or honor the what God has given us as we're here. We do have a purpose, and we have something that we must fulfill during this time. Um, and in thinking of that, I started thinking about a lot of things that kind of came to mind. Uh, uh, one of them in particular was um, uh, terms that are used in the Bi Bible, uh, and and we've heard it before through the years, which is uh, a woman given birth. Uh, and and we've heard that term a lot. Uh, and a lot of people use have used this as reference of, of uh, all the things that are happening around us are signed of the end times. Uh, and when I was uh, raised, uh, I remember, and I'm pastor and Sister Fonda might remember better. I don't know if Santa and Lorenzo would know where, but I remember we went to a church and one time they showed a, a footage of the end of the world. And I was little. I was probably, I don't know, maybe in second, first grade. And that thing stuck with me all my life you know it was just different things atomic you know bombs uh, uh, uh tribulation trials and tribulations uh persecutions 
all these different things that they showed in other countries and stuff like this. And of course, I'm a first, second grader, but it it stamped in my brain. Uh, and uh, always had that on my mind. I always had that on my mind is that, you know, this biblically speaking is in the Bible. These things that a lot of the things that they were showing were in the Bible they're talking about. And it's important for us as a church to talk about these things and to know about these things and to study about these things. Es importante, hermano, estoy hablando ahorita de, um, en esos tiempos, le han dado títulos, muchos diferentes títulos en esos tiempos que estamos. Pero la Biblia habla mucho de esos tiempos. Y, y debemos uh, a quitar uh, todo miedo, miedo que tenemos, uh, temor que tenemos, porque ya está, ya ha hablado estas cosas la Biblia. Y como iglesia debemos, debemos estar preparados para estas cosas. Uh, uh, no es que uh, uh, creemos que ah, va a estar bueno con, porque tenemos, ya sabemos lo que va a pasar. Uh, un ejemplo que estaba pensando este día es que si, si te di, dijera a ti que vas a pasar un accidente mañana uh, a las 10 de la mañana y nomás dije eso, eso, eso te tuviera pensando en tu mente. No te dije nada más, no te dije que el color de carro, que, si, si iba a ser carro, si iba a ser, iba a ser diferente cosa, nomás en tu mente estás pensando en eso. Uh, y pero la Biblia lo explica en manera que está enseñando cosas que podemos nosotros calmarnos y, y pueden entender cosas y me gusta como lo, lo dice la Biblia es un ejemplo que es que es bueno para para la iglesia I was thinking today you know if I were to tell you you were going to have an accident tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, and that's all I said um, you would you know you wouldn't get in your car but what if it wasn't the car that your accident was in you know, it's just like, that's very vague. And the Bible explains these times very clearly. You know, there's mystery in it. There's, you know, revelation in it. But it's clear on what things to look for. And I like how it states it here. And we're going to read some of these things because I think they're important. You know, this is something that, you know, is important for us to pass on to our kids, to tell our kids. Like I said, that that uh, illustration, that conversation had an impact on me growing up. Just to think about it uh, made me think about, Man, what time are we in right now? I remember, um, I remember Desert Storm. I was in uh, maybe junior high or coming into freshman year of high school, and I was like, "Whoa, is this the, is this the end? Of the the war, the wars that the Bible's talking about?" You start, you know, these thoughts came over me, and it's not bad for these things, but let's make sure that there's some clarity with it, and we don't get too far down a rabbit hole that we get lost in it, and we're just completely confused, and it's, there's no gain in it. Because, I, I, you know, I, I've always appreciated one thing is that uh, what's more important than knowing the coming of Jesus is being prepared every single day. That's key to it. You know, you could be talking to somebody that goes to the church and they're constantly in revelations and telling you all these different things and prophecies and all this stuff. But it's, it's, it's being prepared every single day for Jesus. But who cares when he's going to come because you're prepared. And not only you're prepared, but you're also preparing your family and those around you. Because like I said, times like this, people are looking for stability. And, and two, ter- two terms came over my mind. Uh, one was chaos and one was fear. Uh, hermanos, es importante que, que comenzamos a entender más la, de la Biblia de, hablando de los uh, tiempos finales que habla la Biblia. Uh, y mucho, 
persona se mete en eso y quiere eso, revelación y profecía Y, y creen que ah, yo, yo, yo sabo esto de revelaciones Donde uh, llama de uh, siete uh, cuernos y todo esto Y eso está bien y, y qué bueno que hay personas que se metan en eso Pero qué es más importante que eso es, es estar preparado cada día para el, el Señor hay, hay valor en eso, hay valor en eso Está, uh, siendo preparado Y me, me, me vino dos uh, palabras uh, No sé cómo se dice chaos Caos Caos, que bueno, gracias uh, Y temor En esos tiempos viene uh, mucho Yo sabía que esa predicación iba a estar bueno Porque uh, Tengo notas en mi teléfono Que siempre cuando estoy pensando cosas Lo escribo Y, y se fueron They deleted uh, Like an hour before service <laughs> They deleted I was like What? <laughs> you know I'd been You know Thinking about stuff And I'll put stuff there And and, and the and, and I knew the service Was going to be good Because and, You know An hour An hour and a half Before service These notes that I have They just deleted And I was like What? You know That's not good So uh, of course But I calmed down a little bit I was like I wrote those things You know And I'm I'm not You know That far gone that I can't remember some stuff or, or go back to it in my mind. So, But two words came to mind for me, which was chaos and, and, uh, and fear. And there's a lot of things that are attached to chaos and fear. Dos palabras, you know, uh, que, chaos, caos, caos y temor. Dos palabras, you know. Y hay muchos uh, otros palabras que están conectados a esos dos palabras. Uh, uno, uno de las palabras es duda There's a lot of words that are connected One of them is doubt A lot of doubt, a doubt can be driven by chaos and, and fear You're in chaos and fear You're not thinking clearly So you begin to doubt You begin to doubt everything that you've ever learned or taught You know, there's nobody here um, There's nobody here that's been born uh, Or is, is old enough to have said We went through something like this That it was like the way it is You know, there's been some stuff that they've talked about, the Spanish flu and all these other things that, or the Great Depression and stuff like this, but I, I don't know if, the, if there's been things that they can say. No hay alguien aquí que, que tiene edad que puede decir que yo pasé algo similar en, en el año 20 or uh, 10. <laughs> no, no han pasado, es algo nuevo y viene muchas cosas y pensamientos vienen y con esas uh, dos palabras vienen, viene la duda. So doubt does come. Doubt, doubt of what? Unknown. Unknown is another, another word that can be tagged into those two things. And this is what they create. This is what they birth. Chaos and fear. Unstability came into my mind too because as doubt begins to come and, and the unknown comes, then unstability comes. You really don't know. Uh, man, I thought I had it figured out because I would get up every single day, turn on Uh, my vehicle go to work and it was just like, man, praise God. God's good. God is good. Hallelujah. Every day, all the time. Until what? You didn't have nowhere to go. You couldn't go anywhere until you were like, should I go anywhere? So you have these things, you know, you know, the doubt, the unknown, the instability of stuff that come over and they start to create stuff in your minds. And, and we got to be very careful. And this is a spirit that comes over. Us. Hay muchas cosas que comienzan a venir, hermanos, como estaba diciendo que a un tiempo que todo estaba normal y, 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 y qué, qué, qué bonito, ya teníamos planes para, 
uh, este año teníamos planes, ya íbamos a hacer esto, voy a hacer esto, voy a hacer eso, y todo se cambió. Everything changed. That's okay. Because one thing didn't change, which was God. Todo cambió, pero está bien, porque la, única, la cosa que no cambió era Dios. Dios está bien, es Dios. Estamos tristes porque no fuimos en vacación, no compramos algo que queríamos comprar, no hicimos algo que queríamos hacer, pero Dios está bien, Dios. Todavía tenemos nuestra sanidad y, y también estamos bien. We're still okay, you know, even though we didn't go on the vacation, we didn't buy what we said we were going to buy. We, God is still God and we still are protected by him and loved by him. Things became very uh, 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 relevant on how, how much we should appreciate stuff. Oh, uh, I, I, uh, I took a screenshot of something today. I'm going to pull it up real quick because I thought the saying was powerful. It was this right here. I'm going to read it to you real quick. I didn't write this. I just saw it. I don't know who wrote it, but it said, what would you do if you woke up tomorrow morning and all you had is what you thank God for yesterday? can't see your faces. You want to read it one more time? What would you do if you woke up tomorrow morning and all you had is what you thank God for yesterday? La pregunta aquí que es, es ¿qué, qué, ¿qué serás si te despertates y todo lo que tenías era que dites gracias a Dios el día antes? Eso es poderoso. Pensamos así, porque somos humanos. We don't, we don't think that way. Why? Because we become very humanistic and we're this and we're this and we're this. Remember the whole saying about being a child and this is what we always want. And, and, and God is, is trying to get us, you know, this is the steps of growth, spiritual growth in him too. We're confiding that we know where he's at. That's, that's when you become an adult. I, I know where my father's at if I need to go to my father, but my father has put something inside of me. His spirit is with me, is guiding me, is directing me. There's some of us that that's us, that's us, you know, and that's us in life too. That's us in decisions that we're making and things that we're doing. And that's a problem. That's a problem with the church because the church isn't growing. The church isn't growing both spiritually and just in life isn't growing. Bad decisions, you know, uh, uh, rebellious actions. And this is why the church gets broken. This is why things happen in the church. But praise God for that. We shouldn't be all sad for that. We should thank God and say, God, you know, this is part of the process potter's hands but thinking a little bit about this term birth pains and 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 the world going into labor now as it's preparing itself for the coming of Jesus I'd like for us to turn to Philippians 4 6 it says here in Philippians 4 6 it says do not be anxious about anything be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests request be made known unto God. Por nada estéis afanosos, si no seas notorias vuestras peticiones delante de Dios en toda oración y ruego con hacimiento de gracias. So, you know, do not be anxious for anything. It's hard in these times because... 
you're bottled up. You can't, you know, all these different things that you, like I said, all these thoughts, all these things come over you. And so anxiety comes over us. Anxiousness comes over us. We start to just think the worst of everything. Oh, I heard this. I heard that. Oh, how about this? How about that? And so all these things start to create this stuff that starts to separate us from God. It, it, it's dif, uh, difícil, hermanos, teniendo ansiedad, ansiedad. Porque es una, es una grande separación de Dios. Y podemos tenerlo en diferentes cosas, uh, pero cuando lo tenemos, cree duda. Y, y, y no estamos creyendo lo que Dios dice en su palabra, porque estamos creyendo como ta, lo estamos sintiendo ahorita. Estamos creyendo como, tam, como lo sentemos ahorita. No como dice la palabra, no, no como dice que debemos sentir. You know, so we start to doubt because of how we're feeling and we're not trusting in what God's saying in his word. We got to trust in what God says in his word. His word's true. His, his word hasn't failed us. His, world, his word has prophesied these things that are coming. Like I told you, they're, they're clear enough for us to say, okay, God, this is part of a process. We can see things that are happening. We can navigate through stuff and we can prepare ourselves. But Romans 8.18 says, I like how Paul says here in Romans, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I like this verse. We've read this verse during this time. Some of these verses that I had, these couple of verses, we've read these already here these last few months. These ain't new verses to the church. We've read these verses. Uh, a multiple of us have, have mentioned these things because they're important. But, but they're important for us to really pay attention. Porque tengo, por cierto, que lo que en este tiempo se padece no es de comparar con la gloria venidera, venidera que es en nosotros ha de ser manifestada. So it doesn't matter what we're going through right now. It's nothing compared nothing compared this 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 time this too shall pass esto va a pasar hermanos y pero que que aprendemos algo en esos en esos tiempos that we learn something it's so important to learn it's always important to learn it, it doesn't matter what happens in your life learn when you stop learning you become guess what a beast and i'm not talking about 666 beast i'm talking about an animal But even the beast shall be made to know, it says. If we stop learning, and what I mean by that too is like learning of our mistakes, learning how to get better, how to improve, how to improve those around us. When we stop learning, then we have a beastly mindset. Tenemos un mente como animal, hermanos, cuando no estamos prendiendo de cosas que han pasado y de cosas que hemos experimentado en nuestras vidas. La bonita cosa es que Dios ha, ha separado uh, el animal y, y siendo humano. He separado eso, pero a veces se va para atrás. Porque el pecado, el rebelión, rebelliousness and sin cause you to have these uh, characteristics of animalistic characteristics and I'm talking about just not learning, just not getting it. Has nothing you can blame it on stuff. You can say I wasn't educated. No, I don't believe any of that stuff. I, I you know 
I know I mentioned a lot of things with my 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 dad, but um, that's one thing I never questioned in him. Questioned him on was on his education. He'll say that he only got you know what, what was it to third grade or uh, education, but man, that for having that and, and and seeing what he does and things that he builds and things that he creates and his and God's blessed him and also the knowledge that God has given him in the Word. There's no excuse for any of that stuff. What God has shown them through people. So it's important for us not to give excuses for not wanting to learn and to grow. If we turn to 1 Thessalonians 5.3. For when they say, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. Que cuando dieran, cuando dieran, dieran paz y seguridad, entonces vendrá sobre ellos destrucción de repente, como los dolores a la mujer renada, y no escaparán. What does that mean? What does that mean, brothers and sisters? That means that there's a mindset going on right now. There is an animalistic, as we call the beastly type of mindset that's going on right now that people are thinking, oh, this, you know, as soon as there's a vaccine, everything, there'll be peace and, peace and safety. There's a mindset going on, oh, as soon as this happens right here, it's going to be fine. Hay mental ahorita, hermanos, en personas que están pensando cuando ya tienen, no sé cómo se dice, vaccine, vaccina. Vacuna, okay. Cuando van a tener eso, va a estar todo bien. Ya se va a ir para atrás para normal. De veras, piensen. Este, este cosa que, que, que el, el virus, es virus, 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 es 19. Hay 19 de estos virus. ¿Tú crees que está, va a estar todo bien? Sigue creciendo. You know, everybody thinks it's going to be okay when there's a vaccine. This is this COVID-19. That means it's, it's developed. The only peace and, 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 and assurance we have is in Christ. La que tenemos es en Cristo, hermanos. No en lo que está diciendo personas a nosotros. Es en Cristo. Él va a traer paz en nuestras vidas. He's the only one that can bring peace in our lives and open up stuff for us. Amen. And we're going we're gonna to turn here to Matthew 24, 1, brothers and sisters. Matthew 24, 1, and I'm, and I'm going through this fairly quickly because we have a lot of verses uh, to go through, but I want to, you know, also spend some time to be able to stop on, on some of them here. So I'm going to read it from my Bible here. Matthew 24, Amen. Matthew 24. And they've got it here on verse 1. Amen. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him uh, for to show him uh, the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, 
saying, tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Very, very bluntly, they just asked him, the sign of your coming and the end of the world. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. This is what's so important in all this time, brothers. Eso es que es bien importante lo que dice Jesús de comenzar. Como dice aquí, y respondió Jesús, mirar que nadie os engañe. No estoy aquí para engañarte, diciéndote esto es el tiempo, esto es, diciéndote cosas que yo sé que, que Dios revela. And so Jesus is very clear here saying, look, make sure nobody uh, deceives you. And, and why would they deceive you? Because it says, for many shall come in my name. Now, what's interesting in here is that Jesus had a lot of names that were associated with it. We heard Pastor, you know, talk, had all the names, of Je- you know, all the names. That, and then at the bottom, Jesus, the name above all those names. So let's not only think it's going to, a lot of, a lot of them are coming in just the name of Christ, they also could be coming in a savior. Oh, that person is going to be the savior of the people. So there's a lot of different things during times like this that people get lost and, be, and they lose their, their look on, on Jesus and start to look at man. So we got to be careful with this too. Not just say, oh, that guy's, not, that guy's name's not Jesus. It's so-and-so. No, no, no. They're saying that he's this. But it also says, uh, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. I heard that for a long time, right? I mean, there's people here that have been through many, many of that through the years. So this is already, and remember, this was written 2,000 plus years ago. So that's not uncommon too. Uh, See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So we've heard these through the years. We've seen this, that there's always been wars and rumors of wars. For nation, now it explains, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, which we've seen and we've seen through the years. I heard an example uh, today that a lot of people might not be aware of, but a massive swarm of locusts went through Africa here this past year, within a year, and has destroyed crops, millions and millions of acres of crops, that there's going to be a famine like never seen before in, the, in these areas. I don't know if you guys have seen, they've shown videos of them, and it looks like it's daylight and it looks night because of all these things flying. Imagine that. How would some of y'all be? Huh? Some of you hermanos with the hairs that can catch it all, huh? Some of you hermanos with a lot of hair that can catch it all. Black of grasshoppers, locusts. And they just were destroying and flying and flying and destroying. So we see here famines. And then we see what? Pestilence. Pestilences. And we start to get into some things that are commonly right now being discussed and things that we're, we're hearing and we're seeing in the news that we're in. And earthquakes in diverse places. Uh, you know, we're, we're, I, I had, uh, and, and I'm sorry if I'm naive or whatever, but there was an earthquake in Oklahoma. I had never heard of an earthquake in Oklahoma through the years that I've been here in Texas. There was an earth, a pretty good-sized earthquake in Oklahoma. 
that's just one of them, but there's, they're everywhere. I, I have a weather map that uh, is pretty accurate that they use for when you're on boats and stuff like that, that uh, Michael um, told me about, and I use it. I like it. It shows winds and all that stuff. And every once in a while, there's a red, and it has like an earthquake symbol on it, and I'll see it in different places. I'll go down there and look to see what the magnitude was, see what, you know, and then I'll see it in the news. So earthquakes, which we, again, this is nothing that's new either, and we've been hearing it in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So let's think about this for a second. If we're checking boxes here and we're playing end of days bingo, we've just checked all those, haven't we? Is there anything there that we, anybody, is there, is there one, all those have happened or happening, right? Or am I wrong here, brothers and sisters? Help me out here. So if that's right and we're, all those have happened here, then what has begun? Okay. So just so we understand these stages there, we've began in these sorrows here. Then it says in verse 9, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And it's interesting to me the, the positioning of wording, and I don't know if it's just the translation of it, because it says here it uses the worst scenario for it instead of progressively getting worse. It says, and, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated. I was like, maybe he should have went in a different way. But again, I'm trying to, you know, because when I was reading that, I was like, I would have thought that killing would have been the worst thing of it. But And then it says, and ye shall be hated of all nations. All nations, all nations will hate you. For my namesake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. So, brothers and sisters, we start to see these things and we start to see that um, uh, examples and, 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 and there's an example and we're, we're going to read here of uh, when a believer leaves the things of God. And it talks about, it uses the term wax coal, but there's another uh, Spanish term that's used. I always hear pastor talk about it. What is it called? Apostasia? Uh, uh, how do you say that in English, brother? Apostasia, that's right. Um, that is during this time. We've got to be careful for that. It's when, again, all these things have come over us and we just, we wax cold that we don't care of everything, all the influences, every all the things that we're seeing. There's so much stuff happening, brothers and sisters, that's that's sick that we gotta be prepared as a church to see. There's so much stuff, there's so much stuff that they're putting on TVs now, on TV now for kids at young ages to learn. Cartoons, all this stuff that they're doing. I, I again I follow some people that they'll they'll post it. They'll say, be careful. This just came up. They they just done this. They just they just revealed that this character from Sesame Street all these different things, it's just like more and more. So as this is growing, this world is growing, all these things are coming to pass because we are in the beginning of sorrows. And people will hate us. As soon as they find out you're, you're a Christian, oh, you, I know you don't accept these things. I'll say that. Porque estamos ahorita, hermanos, como dice aquí, uh, if we can go back to, we've 
what, what verse was that? Was it verse 9, I believe it was? No, I'm sorry. Verse 8. How does verse 8 say it again? Uh, y todas estas cosas princip principio de dolores. Estamos ahorita en el principio de dolores. Ya, ya, ya hemos entrado en eso. No es que comenzó con lo que ha pasado. Ya ha, ha estado estas cosas pasando. Y cosas están pasando en esta vida que si los dormemos, si no estamos pensando, si no estamos velando, vamos a perder nuestros hijos, familias, nuestro sabazón de nosotros mismos. Tenemos trabajo. Nobody wants to be told how they should run their family. The church isn't here to tell you how to run your family. The church isn't here to tell you how to run your family. La iglesia no está aquí para decirte cómo debes hacer con tu familia. La palabra de Dios ya está escrita, hermanos. La sabiduría está en ella. Debemos prender si queremos. Debemos velar nosotros. Eso es importante, hermanos. Porque se van de aquí y pueden hacer lo que quieren hacer. Pero está más difícil cuando tenemos la palabra dentro de nosotros. Nuestra conciencia. You know, because we live here and we can do whatever we want. The church isn't here to police, isn't here to do that stuff. But the word of God will do it in the conscience that God will give you and how it will prick your heart and how it will bother you and how God will just put wall and wall and wall and doors will not open and open and open and will be broken. That becomes real. So we continue reading here um, back to verse 10. Uh, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Verse 11, and many false shall rise and shall deceive many. And that's happening. Many emotional prophets are coming in the way they feel, I feel, and, and not even going through the simplicity. I don't know, I don't know, you know, I see a lot of stuff and we see a lot of stuff. I don't know how many of them have gotten into discussing this, how many pastors have gotten into discussing this. Probably very limited, probably a lot of them that we know just because we know people that get into the word, but there's a lot of them that don't. They're like, hey, it's bad enough right now. People are losing their jobs and, you know, this is happening and this is happening. Let's take it easy. Let's not be, instead of wakening people up saying this is why these things are happening. Because this isn't our final destination. That six-foot uh, grave is not our final destination. If we're believers, we have hope. And so we keep on reading here, verse 12, and because of, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So that's a powerful one right there. Y por haberse multiplicado la maldad, la caridad de muchos se resfriarán. And because sin is growing at speeds and levels that we can't even understand or contemplate. Whatever you thought was bad when you were growing up, it's not even, it's, it's 
not even scratching the surface and to where things are today. From violence to addictions, through the thoughts of people. Saddest thing I heard is when they passed that you could kill a baby outside of the womb, a full, fully grown baby now. They passed that. Imagine that. There, there, there's so much stuff that's happening, brothers and sisters, that we're, we're sheltered from, but it's happening. And iniquity is growing. And because iniquity is growing, if we're not prepared and we're not stable in things and we're not in the word and we're not uh, um, grounded in it, then many of us will wax cold. Many of us, other things will become, pri- uh, become priority over the word of God. So we have to ground ourselves. We have to put ourselves on that foundation and believe that he has something for us. ¿Por qué la maldad está, como se dice aquí, multiplicando, hermanos? Mucha gente se está resfriando. Y eso es bien triste cuando lo vemos en la iglesia. Es algo bien triste cuando conocemos Yo, yo, yo alababa con hermanos y lloraba con hermanos uh, oí bonitos testimonios de hermanos y, y de hermanos con bonitos familias creciendo y ya it's sad brothers and sisters seeing families grow crying with them, praising with them, singing with them enjoying times with them you know pastor talks about the pictures that come up, I saw the if everybody remembers the big bus that we got with all the shirts that we did you guys remember that one? I saw the trip to first one of the first trips to Corpus. There's a lot of people that aren't there anymore. I'm grateful for the ones that are still there and are still growing, but I'm also sad. But our God's real. Our God is, uh, um, you know, he, he's true in what he says that these things will come and they will come to pass. Verse 13. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. Very powerful there. He that shall endure until the very end, the same shall be saved. Doesn't mean you're running at the same speed that you did at the beginning, but you're still enduring. You're still you're still moving. You're still wanting to learn. You're still seeing that you need to grow. A moment when we stop seeing that we need to grow is a dangerous part. No importa si no estás moviendo bien rápido, todavía que sigas moviendo, entendiendo que todavía Dios está trabajando. Si estás aquí. Dios todavía está trabajando en ti. If you're still here, it doesn't matter what age, it means that God is still working on you here. So let him work on you and, and accept it, amen? If we turn to Mark 13, 12, which is, again, if you read chapter 24, Mark 13 is the same um, passages as Mark is showing. We're going to turn to Mark 13, uh, and 
We're going to start off on verse 12. So Mark 13, 12, we'll start there, and it says, Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son. So now it's a little different from how Matthew said it, right? Now it's also giving an example of family. <laughs> oh, that won't happen, right? Too close. I've, I did these things. I raised them. I held them in my hands and put them to sleep in, 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 in church, and all these thoughts come over us. This is what the world will become because the iniquity continues to grow. Amen? And this is why we have such a big responsibility. And the children shall rise up against their parents and shall cause them to be put to death. Very sad. I get it. But it's real. And we have to talk about these things and we have to make sure that we instill foundational things in our kids. We don't. If this is, this is the part, if you're not doing your job, this is the stuff that's going to happen. Si no estás haciendo tu trabajo y no estás trabajando con tus Tus niños, hermanos, que nomás estás, ah, que, y no estás hablando con ellos, no estás uh, hallando lo que está pasando en sus vidas. Estas cosas que estamos leyendo aquí van a pasar. These things that we're reading here are going to happen. We got to understand this and believe this, brothers and sisters. Verse 13, and ye shall be hated of all men for my namesake, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. But when ye shall see the abomination of the desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing where it ought not to, let him that readeth understand. And let them that be in Judea flee to the mountains. And let him that is on the housetop not go down into the house, neither enter therein to take anything out of, the, out of his house. And let him that is in the field not turn back again for to take up his garment. But woe to them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. And pray ye that you're not, your, your flight not be not in the winter. For in those days shall be affliction such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created Unto this time neither shall be. So brothers and sisters, this this description that Daniel's talking about here, that Jesus r- refers to, we ha- it, since the creation of time, nothing like this is gonna er- had ever been seen. We start to think about these things and process these things as you know, there's AC going on here and and we've got plans right after service. Some of us are going to go pick up something. Some of us have something made already, and it's it's comfortable. We're comfortable. We've gotten comfortable. There's some people that are living these times right now and not even the, the way the biblically is speaking, but that's just their life in certain areas of the world. But we've gotten comfortable. And with this comfort that we've gotten, we've uh, gotten ungrateful. And we cannot get ungrateful. We've got to be a people of God that's appreciative, always ready to help, always uh, ready to pray. We pray before we judge. 
so we can grow and we can and receive God's grace in these times. Amen? So verse 19 still. I'm sorry. For in those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto, unto this time, neither shall be. And except that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he hath shortened those days. You wake up and sometimes you're like, man, it's already been eight months this year that we've, you know, gone through some of this stuff. For me, it's it started, it started like I mentioned before, when I traveled and I was like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, should I go to Europe here in January? But it's already... We're already uh, going into going to be nine months into this year. So it's we see the things speeding up. Uh, verse 21, and then if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not. For false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, even if it were possible, even the elect. But take ye heed, behold, I have foretold you all things. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. So we've gotten into phase one, right? The beginning of what? We checked off all the things. Now we start to see some of these things here. And we could check off a lot of stuff on here too. You know, if we start looking at, at the list of what's being discussed here and tribulations, and, and we can even hear some stuff that's happening right now in states here in this country where brothers are getting persecuted and being told they can't do stuff. Now, I don't think here in this country yet they're killing them, but it's happening around the world. People are being killed for their beliefs. So now we get into something that we start to see in, in, in great signs, which is the sun darkening and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then, and then shall they see the son of man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then shall he send his angels and shall gather together his elect from the four winds from the uttermost part of the earth and uttermost part of heaven. Now, brothers and sisters, our mindset can be a couple of different ways here. Our mindset can be like, oh, pray, oh, God's still not coming yet because the sun's still out, the, you know, the moon's still out, there's still stars, and we can get comfortable again, right? But it don't matter. Our heart can stop tomorrow morning or through the night. No importa, hermanos, muchas veces estamos leyendo esto y, y pidiendo a Dios que tenemos entendimiento porque, co, como dice, hay, hay muchos que, que, que van a decir cosas, uh, um, profecías y ganar dinero. Ahorita vemos eso mucho en, en países bien pobres. ¿Qué está pasando eso? Ahorita están diciendo cosas, ganando dinero de, de, de gente. Pero nomás pidiendo sabiduría de Dios en lo que estamos leyendo, podemos ver aquí que hay un proceso. 
tenemos un Dios de proceso que siempre lo dice, lo escribe y no va a mentir, no, no va, no. hizo todo lo que escribieron de él. You serve a God that's a God of process. He, he, they wrote about him in the Old Testament and he fulfilled the prophecies. So we could be those ones that we want to go in and, 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 and Indiana Jones caves and find stuff. I got too much stuff in my life for that kind of stuff. I want to keep it simple and just make sure my salvation, I'm holding on to what I need to, but I want to make sure that I'm clear on this stuff and I can push away anxieties and I know that these things that are happening were already written and they're going to happen. But we see here, as the Bible says here, then we, then brothers and sisters, we read here and I like this because this gives us the example of what we're talking about here in verse 28. It says, now learn a parable of the fig tree. Remember the Lord tells them all this stuff. And can you imagine these guys are like, when is this going to happen? This sounds really bad. I should have not asked what was going to happen. You know what, God? I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that stuff. But now look what, look what uh, Jesus tells them. He goes, now, now learn a parable of the fig tree when her branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. This is common sense here. You see blue bonnets? What time of the year is it? Springtime, April. It's, it's crazy, huh? Just how nature is, how wonderful God is in, in things. Amen? And then it says, 29, So ye, in like manner, when ye, see, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh, even at the doors. So we're thankful to God because God reveals and shows us things. And we must challenge ourselves, brothers and sisters, to read more and to understand things and make sure we're clear on stuff. Make sure that we're not adding additional stuff into our lives when God is still working, God's still merciful. We still There's still hope, there's still time for us, not only for ourselves to grow, but also to help others grow. This is the purpose of the church and not just to be comfortable. We should be very uncomfortable. That's the purpose of the church, be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable because that means every single day you're trying to progress God's kingdom. We're comfortable, you know, we relax too much. Then we're not doing God's will. We're not doing what we need to. When we're not comfortable, then we're thinking, I got to do something. You know, these things are happening right here. Yeah, the sun's still out, but the sun can be gone next week. So let's be very cautious of these things, brother, and be respectful that God put them down for us, but also that we don't have a lot of time because it's a lot shorter than when it was written when we're reading it from. So we turn to 2 Peter 3.10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. 
Everything that we see here, we're not taking anything with us. But yet we invest all of us in the things that we see here. The thing we should invest in the most is our salvation and those that we love. Everything will be burnt up. Everything will be gone. Our spirit will depart. Everything here else on this earth will be destroyed. But again, yet some of our focuses become greater than our salvation. This is why our priorities have to be adjusted. Todo va a estar destruido, hermanos. En la venida de Dios. Pero a veces, muchas veces tenemos uh, las cosas aquí en este mundo uh, creyendo que tienen más valor que nuestra salvación. Y debemos uh, estudiar, entender más cómo podemos uh, a, a, ¿Qué es la, la palabra? Um, how do you say add to? Añadir. Añadir. A nuestra salvación y nuestra fe. ¿Cómo podemos hacer eso? No parando de ser bien. No, no más porque el mundo está cambiando en eso y estamos oyendo muchas personas hablando diferentemente. Nosotros mismos no debemos cambiar. No parar de ser bien. We should never stop doing good. Even though this world stops doing good, even though this world changes, there's principles, there's founding principles that are established in us that we should not allow hate hate should not be in us even in the worst person in the world we should not have hate that's hard to believe i know it is some of us all some of us are like thinking well i don't know there's some situations where yeah it's very easy to get to that point but we have got to put on jesus in these moments And hate should go to pity. We should feel bad if somebody is in a situation that eternal fire is their their final destination. We must learn these things, brothers and sisters, when it comes to stopping us from being able to reach out and be able to show grace when grace is needed and mercy is needed. We hate evil, absolutely. We hate the evil that people do, absolutely, but the person is an empty soul sometimes. And it should never stop us from speaking and bringing life into them. I mean, you know, there's things like that that just it separates us and we're lost in these things because of a lot of the influences that we have in these times. Second Thessalonians 2.8 And then shall the wicked be revealed, revealed, was it revealed? Revealed, yeah, it's revealed. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Very powerful there with the spirit of his mouth, shall be consumed with the spirit of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all the power and signs and lying wonders. Verse 10. And with all deceivableness 
of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they may be saved. Verse 11. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now what's powerful is that a while back we learned about the Thessalonians and these people that Paul cared about and Timothy and 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 they and they worked with these people, but these people had influences that were demonic. You know, the Greeks and 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 the Romans and in, in, in these times their 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 beliefs were very skewed. These beliefs that they had are beliefs that we're starting to see resurge here in these times. I mean, just the, the the topic we talked about in the book of Judges with uh, Baal worshiping and and how how they encouraged same sex type of relationships so infants wouldn't be born. But if infants were born, it's okay. We're going to sacrifice them to this God. Start to do some of this research, and you start to see that it's coming back. And it's growing. And the end times are accelerating themselves because they had pleasure in unrighteousness. Have pleasure just to do wrong. There's people that have that mindset, don't care. You could tell them, you could try to reason with them, they just don't care. Qué terrible cosa, hermanos, leyendo esto, como hablamos uh, en el pasado de uh, el tiempo que Pablo trabajó con uh, los, ¿cómo se dice aquí? Tesalosenses, el pueblo de, y ellos tenían muchos dioses, mucho maldad en sus vidas. Uh, han sacrificado niños, bebés, por años. Años. Eso ha pasado. Pero ahora lo están haciendo en diferentes maneras. Era en el sec, secreto en pasados, era grupos y cosas así. Pero ahora es, es libre y está feo eso. Estamos viviendo en unos tiempos que es bien feo, hermanos. Y debemos pensar en esto. Uh, if the group can pass on up. Revelations 21, 4. We're going to end with this verse right here, brothers and sisters. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Y limpiará Dios toda lágrima de los ojos de ellos. Y la muerte no será más. Y no habrá más llanto, ni clamor, ni dolor, porque las primeras cosas 
son pasadas. Now what can we take from everything that we've read, brothers and sisters? That these days that we're living in have been biblically prophesized. And we have them in front of us. We have more opportunity to, to learn more and to study more on things, brothers and sisters. On some of the stuff that, you know, the book of Revelations talks about. Going in depth. More in Daniel, more in Isaiah, more in Jeremiah. There are scriptures that can reveal, but for us just to say that we understand that these times that we're living in are the end times. It's not enough. We've got to make a decision that these times that we're in, that we're going to ground ourselves, continue to learn, continue to change, continue to develop, continue to advance. Have a desire to do good when all around us is bad and evil. A desire to do good. What is a desire to do good? It's to be selfless not selfish. It's to consider others over oneself. It's to instill that, not only in our children, but in ourselves, in our thoughts, starting with prayer, starting with lending a hand. We can't box ourselves in to where it just becomes about us because then we'll forget the purpose of Christ coming here and him being the greatest example of a selfless example. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Why don't we pray that God continues to reveal to us not only what he wants from us, the purpose that he's, he has for us, but that he reveals to us, brothers, what we need to continue fighting the good fight. What we're short in, you know, I've talked about this before. They have amazing now. Things have changed in the technologies where they can plug a machine into a car and see everything about the car. Everything. Tire pressures during seasonal stuff. Oil temperatures during different times of the day. If we were to ask God for him to connect to us and to see the details of what we're needing, what's affecting us, what's separating us from completely fulfilling the purpose that he's had in our lives, for our lives. I tell you, and I'll say it again, and I'll keep on saying it until I'm not here anymore. The greatest fear I have is being on my deathbed and not knowing if I fulfilled God's purpose that he had for me. Did I stop somewhere? Did I stop doing something that God wanted me to do? Let's pray, brothers and sisters, that God can reveal that in us and that we can come here with purpose, come here with gratitude. 
want to read that one more time now that the young people are here. Um, this comment here that was written. I want us to think about this, and the young people can think about this too. What would you do if you woke up tomorrow morning and all you had is what you thanked God for yesterday? What would you do? We don't thank God enough is the point. And we have so much to thank God for there's many things that he has planned for us. Because our God doesn't, right now in a couple of hours, we're going to go to sleep. Our God does not sleep. Our God does not stop planning for us. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Lord. We're grateful, Lord, always, Lord, for your precious word. Your word that calms our hearts, Lord. Your word that gives us, sheds light into our path, Father. Even though we're unstable in a lot of things, Lord, your word is stable. Even though we fear a lot of things, Lord, your word brings refuge for us, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you just bless this church, Lord, and those that are watching, Lord, and hearing the desires that they have, Lord, to get closer to you in these times, Lord, that are unstable, Lord. If there's something that's speaking to our heart, Lord, more than anything is to return to you, Father, and to trust in you in everything, Jesus. We're grateful, Lord, that you've been merciful, Lord. And it's because you, your mercy, Lord, that we haven't been taken up, Lord, because you still desire for many to come to you, Jesus. Let us be the church, Lord. Let us be the voice, Father. Let us participate in this, Lord, by directing people to you, Jesus, not away from you, Jesus. Let us enter, Lord, and not stop people from entering, Jesus. I rebuke spirits, Lord, that are there, Lord, that have desires, Lord, more for this place that's going to be destroyed instead of the place to come, Jesus. Hopes for this place, Lord, instead of the place to come, Jesus. We're grateful, Lord, for the things that you've given us here, Lord, and how you've sustained us here, Lord, but that we don't become ungrateful, Father. Selfish, Father. Wanting more, Father, than what we need, Jesus. Or rebuke spirits, Lord, that are just causing this instability, this anxiety in lives, Lord. These thoughts that come over us, Lord, thinking that it could have been different if I would have done this or done that. Enough with that. You've prepared something for us, Lord. If we're here, there's something for us, Jesus. Put away all doubts, Lord, in that. Even though we take the path of Jacob, Jesus, that might be longer, more grueling, Lord. The promise is still there, Jesus. We're grateful for that, Lord Jesus. I ask that you help my brothers and sisters restore them, Lord. Wake them up, Lord, if they have fallen asleep, Lord. Shed light, Lord. Give them wisdom, Jesus. That we question things that are around us, Lord. And we make sure things aren't entering into our lives, Lord. And that we are not a church of emotions, Jesus. Making decisions on emotions, Jesus. I rebuke that spirit, Father. 
an emotional church has no place with you, Father. Because you've given us wisdom from above, Jesus. You've given us confidence in the spirit that you've put in us, Father. To trust in you, Jesus. And I ask, Father, that we just come to you, Lord, and, and rest in you, Jesus. Oh, we're so grateful, Lord, for your love and your grace, Lord, and your peace, Lord. There's nothing in this world that compares to your peace and your love, Jesus. Nothing in this world, Lord. There is nothing, Jesus. The value of, of your peace and your love, Father, is, is uncomparable, Jesus. We're so grateful that you considered us, Father. I ask that you bless all my brothers and sisters, Lord, that you continue to bless those, Lord, as we mentioned earlier, Lord, right now. Connie, that's struggling, Lord, and the prayer petition from Ruthie, Lord. You do a miracle, Lord, there. Your will be done, Father, and bring peace, Lord, in decisions that are being made, Father. not easy. These decisions are not easy, Lord. These things that come are not easy, Lord, but that one thing that is easy, Lord, is when we trust in you, Father, that your will will be done. Continue to bless our church, Lord, all our members here, Father, those that help build the church, Lord, those that aren't here, Lord, that are still have an opportunity, Lord, because if there's life, there's still hope. Help us, Lord, and we're grateful for everything, Jesus. We ask this all in your precious and mighty name. In the name of Jesus, amen.